Welcome, everybody, to the weekend podcast at cnctoday.com, the machinist news source for cutting-edge products and industry milestones. Now, that's a claim that uh, I can't make for this show, yet I can make it for the website. I'm just piggybacking off their success. Uh, for those of you who have probably stumbled across the show, maybe on iTunes, or maybe you were searching for some uh, CNC stuff on the web and we hijacked your attention, uh, thanks for being with us. A couple things you need to know about the show. It airs every Sunday night at 9 p.m. Central. That means 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain, and 7 p.m. Pacific. I just did that off the top of my head. I swear it's not written down or anything. Uh, what else? Oh, who am I? My name is Jay Pearson. I'm your host. I'm also the president of Pearson Industries, or a company dedicated to bringing uh, efficiency products to the CNC machining world. A couple of our products include the palletized workholding system, which hopefully is revolutionizing the industry one shop at a time. Wow, I like that. That just might be our next slogan. Anyway, some of you have been writing in asking, where have I been for the past uh, five or six weeks? The show hasn't aired for a while. We've been taking a little break, and it hasn't been a vacation, I'll tell you that. Uh, I've been in the process of moving the company out of California. We were located in the Southern California city of Simi Valley and just had enough of the high cost of living, the high overhead, and uh, looking for just a different, maybe slower, maybe simpler, but nonetheless better way of life. We've relocated to Austin, Texas. Now, Austin, Texas is known as the live music capital of the world, not to be confused with the music capital of the world. It's the live music capital of the world, okay? It, uh, it, It has the title of one of the most liberal cities in America, which is... Uh, Being in Texas, boy, they call it uh, a little dot of blue and a sea of red, and it definitely is. Now, we're not exactly in Austin. We are in the northwest suburb city known as Cedar Park. Beautiful area. Uh, If uh, any of you are not familiar with Texas or Austin, for that matter, the Texas Hill Country is just a beautiful area green rolling hills very different from the rest of texas uh for the most part the rest of texas is uh either flat or a little deserty out west and they have you know they have mountains uh out west el paso that area but uh, well coming from los angeles there are no mountains here in austin okay some some of the locals say oh yeah the the mountains over here or over there no they they don't know what the mountains are (laughs) We definitely have hills, and Cedar Park is just a beautiful area, one of the fastest-growing cities in the United States. Uh, last time I heard was it was number seven, and uh, it's been great. Not a lot of industry here, not a lot of manufacturing, but uh, all that means is basically instead of getting, you know, say you need an end mill and, and you can get it uh, delivered for free same day if you order it in the morning from a local supplier, you might have to wait a day or two for it to come in. But Southern California being such a huge uh, aerospace hub of manufacturing, uh, there's plenty of companies to support that industry as well. Uh, All the way from material suppliers to, uh, you know, guys that sell coolant and uh, little tools and 
Uh, shop stuff. So yes, to answer one of my first questions uh, I received is uh, I do miss doing the podcast, and I'm I'm excited to be back, and we've got a whole plethora of topics that uh, we've uh, yet to talk about, and we're excited for the next uh, few weeks and months to go over this. I might take another break around Christmas, um, but I'll let you know. And uh, actually, the, the great thing about this podcast is you don't need to catch the show when it airs. It's not radio. You can find it on iTunes. You can subscribe on iTunes, and it can download uh, all the podcasts for you automatically. If you have an iPod, you can throw it on there, listen to it uh, on your way to work, at work. Uh, you can do anything you want. You can go to cnc-today.com, and you can just uh, listen to the shows right there. So the, what I'm saying about when it when it airs, that is when the first new episode airs. So we do that so the guy that wants to go to work on Monday morning, he can catch it. He can download it Sunday night, listen to it Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, whenever you want. And no, you can't listen to it on the radio. Uh, I'm not yet syndicated. I'm not yet on any radio stations. Don't look to be, don't want to be. So the internet is where I will stay and I like it that way. And it's great for you guys too. Uh, yeah, I actually got that question. What, what radio station are you on? No, no, no. It doesn't work that way. Okay. Just computer. That's just, okay. Let's move away from this topic. Oh, let's see. The last time we talked, uh, we were going to go over cam systems, which one is best. And a better question is which one is best for your applications. Now, since we took the break, we didn't yet interview uh, as many people as we wanted, um, but we've got a few. And what we're going to do is we're going to space it out over several episodes, uh, getting one interview, one or two interviews on at a time, depending on their time length. And then you can decide which one is best. We'll go with the, uh, the bigger ones and give some of the smaller guys a shot to talk about their products as well and hopefully educate our listening audience as to what you should be using. We'll, we'll get into uh, if you need certain things like feature recognition, uh, automatic toolpath generation. Uh, you know, if it sees a circle, it assumes that's a hole and it calls a drill. Or if it's a big hole, it'll, you know, drill it and then uh, use an end mill to, to uh, hog it out, to pocket it out, I should say. Uh, we'll go over all that stuff. Uh, and for you hobbyists out there, there's actually some really cool programs that I'm excited to talk about that if you're not yet into CNC, you're definitely going to want to be in it after we talk about these things. Uh, mostly they're engraving programs. Uh, good stuff. Really, really nice products when you, when you dig into the programs. So uh, we're not going to talk about that today. Uh, like I said, we're going to push that out uh, next week. Uh, today I want to spend some time just talking about where I've been and, and how this uh, move transpired and, and some of the things behind it. Uh, as you know, we've been selling these palletized workholding systems. Those are our flagship products. And uh, palletized workholding system allows you to put multiple parts on a pallet. Uh, and it gets out of the century-old habit of using a vise for workholding. It's inefficient. It's old. I know it's taught uh, everywhere, um, and it's easy. 
but it's definitely not the best, especially when, uh, you know, some of you guys out there have, uh, you know, 30, 40 inch wide tables and you're running, you know, two or three or four vices on it. Well, that's still inefficient and you can really boost productivity through work holding and work holding for the longest time has been such a huge bottleneck that is so often overlooked. And, uh, you know, I'll go into shops and I'll see like, for example, uh, you know, brand new, whether it be a Morisiki or a Haas or a new Fidal that's got just amazing rapids and great, you know, cutting feed rates and tool changes in under a second. But then they're holding just, uh, just a couple parts in a vice, man, that kills me because the owner is investing so much money into the top of the line, uh, machining centers out there, but then their efficiency it's just getting killed. It's getting choked by their work holding. And it just doesn't make sense to, to spend so much money. And uh, then you'll get, you know, because the machine tool manufacturers, they'll, they'll say, you know, this uh, these new rapids and the new uh, uh, high-speed spindles and uh, the tool changers are so fast that you'll increase productivity by 20%. Well, I could tell you right now, with your existing machine, I can boost your productivity to uh, easily 50%. We've seen, you know, the norm is about 60%. And uh, some guys just, depending on how much time they're spending taking parts in and out of the machine, uh, can easily, easily double their pro productivity. It's not uncommon. All for a, at a very affordable price point. Uh, our starter packages are 2500 bucks, And, uh, you know, it, that's... Uh, gosh, if you're looking to spend, uh, say, say you sell your existing used machine and buy a brand new one. So you're reinvesting $25,000 into your company, uh, $25,000 difference between the sale of your old machine and your new machine. Uh, gosh, you could spend only, uh, 10% of that for $2,500 and boost productivity more than if you bought that brand new spanking machine. And I know, man, that is a best feeling to get a brand new ripping fast machine in your, in your shop and everyone's coming by and they're visiting and they're checking it out. You know, you're, you're on top of the world, but ah, man, if that's for you, great. But for me, I just, man, for me, I want my dollar to make me more money and not, uh, make my head bigger and swell my ego, you know, but, uh, Hey, if you've worked long enough and hard enough and you want your, uh, ego stroke to go for it more power to you but when you get that machine make sure if you're really going to make it look slick you might as well buy a palletized work holding system from pearson industries okay enough of that wow i'm amazed how i got sidetracked so easily of course i'm talking about my, my product of course uh so we were located in southern california and uh, we were a contract manufacturing company uh, a lot of uh, aerospace little medical uh, satellite communications components, things like that. And what was happening is, uh, I needed a way that to, to, to run the machines, let them do their thing, let them do what they do best and make parts. And I would need to be in the front office doing quoting, doing invoicing, all those things that a secretary, I guess, should be doing. I know, uh, ordering material, you know, all that in between stuff that, uh, is so easily overlooked. Um, uh, didn't find anything that I was happy with. So, uh, we developed the palletized work holding system. Well, that freed us up from our customer base in Southern California. Little by little, we started 
getting rid of the slow pain customers or the no pain customers or the just pain in the butt customers, God bless them, and uh, retain some of the good uh, long-term customers that we really liked and started focusing on selling this product uh, we wanted to do 100%, but it was, it's been 50-50 for a while. Uh, now we're 100%, which opened up the door for us to move out of the gridlock known as the Los Angeles area. Uh, you know, uh, being on the West Coast, you're definitely at a disadvantage when it comes to servicing your customers in different time zones, especially the East Coast. You know, we were not really about to open... Uh, our doors at 5 a.m. to field phone calls if they came in at 8 a.m. from the East Coast. So we wanted to move more centrally located in the United States, uh, also looking for a lower cost of living, lower overhead when it comes to industrial space, and found a really perfect balance in Austin, Texas. And so far, it's been great. We love it. Uh, love the fact that uh, we've slashed our cost of living in half. And uh, it's been good for, for everyone involved in the company. So, man, it was quite an endeavor. Uh, not only moving the shop and machinery, but just, uh, gosh, in transition, uh, waking up and at 3 in the morning thinking, man, I wonder if the trucker dropped my machine somewhere in New Mexico, you know? Or uh, is the warehouse where the stuff is stored, uh, are they stacking it? Is Are the crates going to cave in on each other? <laughs> you know, those things. And that's, that's, that's what comes with the territory of moving halfway across the country. But happy to report that everything made it uh, just safe and sound. Got one machine that uh, the coolant is leaking. I think they might have cracked the tank or something, but uh, saw saw a little puddle. Haven't yet figured that one out, but uh, the machine is as accurate as ever. Uh, yeah, and so we're we're now 100% uh, product based, and that's great, and we're happy, and customers are happy, stocking more inventory than we ever have before, and of course ready to service both sides of the country uh, with better hours and with faster shipping times. So maybe some of you out there can uh, relate to. The stresses of moving and uh, can also relate to the joys of moving and the excitement of it. It's been great. I would highly recommend uh, anyone that could move out of Southern California should do so. Um, pretty, it's it's pretty brutal out there. I mean, you can't beat the weather. I gotta tell you, the weather is beautiful, but uh, you know, it's like going into a restaurant and you know you have a really really good juicy steak or something or maybe lobster but you know sometimes it just ain't worth 60 bucks for a surf and turf meal you know it, it's that type of thing and, and I just got tired of living there and uh, the high cost of living and you know honestly when you look around it it wasn't green uh, it's green here in Austin there's no water or rivers unless you you know count the totally cemented in LA River which is more of a wash uh, and uh, you know the beach is great but you know the water's like what 50 60 degrees you know for most of the year uh, but other than that not really missing Southern California I'll be the first to admit so that is the latest of where I've been oh another thing I was gonna save till next week but I, I'll just go ahead and mention it now 
Uh, cnctoday.com is also moving. No, not physically. Staying right where they are. They are moving away from the name cnctoday.com. The new website where you'll be able to hear us and all the news sources stuff like that will be cncreport.com. I like it a lot better because then I can call the show The CNC Report. It sounds just way more official and uh, it was bugging us because in the old address cnctoday.com, there's there's a dash that whoever says cnc-today.com and we got tired of that so we're moving over to cncreport.com. So I guess... This is the first time, now that the cat's out of the bag, I can actually sign off and say, you've been listening to the cncreport.com. So I guess I'll say that, and I just did, so I won't repeat it. Next week, we're going to get into all the uh, cam systems, and uh, just want to be pretty uh, unbiased about that. Of course, I use a cam system, always have, always will. Uh, Won't tell you what it is uh, until after we cover all the cam systems that way you know i'm not going to be biasing anyone or you know making uh claims and what you know what i mean okay i i I just don't want to go there until after this series is done so for cnc-today.com i've been your host jay pearson thanks for finding the show thanks for staying with us and we'll talk to you next week at 9 p.m. Central Time. Come and find us at cncreport.com.